Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and from the pouring out and indwelling of His Holy Spirit. And as we celebrate Pentecost, one word really kind of sums everything up. And it's the word recognize. Recognition to maybe even re cognize our minds, that our hearts and minds might be rebuilt and reestablished, refocused by God himself. That's what God's doing on the day of Pentecost. That's what he is about as he pours out his Holy Spirit. It's really pretty simple. Sometimes I think we as human beings can make it as difficult as we possibly can, but it's really not that hard what God is doing. It's taking what we already experience, everything that we experience, but recognizing differently. To recognize in a different way and in a way that the world does not recognize, but to recognize then God in and through, well, everything. If you looked at the words of most of the hymns today, It has that underlying reality of recognition of what God is doing and how active God is right now even in our world. And so it was on the day of Pentecost that God himself poured out the Holy Spirit and what they were able to do then is to recognize and see these tongues of fire that fell from heaven and lighted on each one of them. That same fire still exists today. Um, Our heads are lit with the fire of God. Nothing has changed. But we in faith see it. In faith, we know to be that reality of seeing the unseen things, to be able to recognize those things that are not seen. We look closely in faith. We will see tongues of fire here today lighted on each and every one of us. Tongues of fire in the sense that it is like a fruit from a tree. You know a fruit or a tree by the fruit that it bears and so you know a Christian by the fruit that they bear and that becomes the fire of God for you and for me. And these tongues of fire then lit upon the disciples and they were speaking words and these words were in and of themselves, the very words themselves were very common words, but within the context of each other, each each word attached to the other, it made phrases that were not worldly phrases, but instead very godly phrases. Very common words put together to make this amazing reality for this proclamation of what God had done through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the miracle at Pentecost is that each one who was in attendance that day, they were hearing. The miracle was that they were hearing in their own tongue and language the wonderful and mighty works of God. And what are the wonderful and mighty works of God? It is the same proclamation that you hear every single Sunday. 
Sometimes it's so normal, so run-of-the-mill. But what the Holy Spirit does in this point out of the Holy Spirit is it takes the mundane and the normal and then we see God in the midst of it. To see God in the midst of the mundane and normal is the miracle of Pentecost. That in such simple words that were used that day, hearts and minds were open to understand and to see and to recognize what God was doing. Let me take an example uh, that, that might work for us this morning. This morning I came into work in the, the, or into the church and, and the light was just coming up in the east. It was a sunrise. And you know how sunrises and sunsets can be here in the Midwest. It was bright pink and the colors were just amazing and awesome. It was a gorgeous sight to see. Now that's probably the same response that anybody would have had to the same sunrise that I saw this morning. So what's the difference? <clears throat> the difference is in the recognition that by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, there is a recognition of the sunset. My recognition of the sunset is what, amaz what an amazing and awesome God. That He would create today. That He would give today as a gift. That He would be responsible for the sun rising. Do you see what's happening there? It's all an acknowledgement, a realization, a mind being open then to what God is actively doing in life. Now the difference is somebody who sees a sunset and says, what beautiful colors, and stops. Or what an amazing sunrise, and stops. Or how privileged I am to be here and to be able to see this. I feel very blessed. And then stops. But no acknowledgement of the one behind and the one, the creator of the sunset. You see, all of our hymns today have been talking about that and, and, and bringing that reality to us. That God is the creator of everything. That God is the creator of our being and our life. And that we... By the power of the Holy Spirit, and this is the work of the Spirit, to reveal and unveil and thus acknowledge God to be creator. The Holy Spirit does this work, and the Holy Spirit doesn't stop there. It also dwells deeper. It reveals then to us the Scriptures that unveils to us so that we can acknowledge who God is and what He is. And how he functions. He loves us. Now I can only say that God loves us. By the power of the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> you see the third article of the Apostles Creed is very clear. If it's up to me and myself. I cannot by my own reason or strength. Believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to Him. I can't even acknowledge Him as Lord and Savior. But the Holy Spirit 
has called me by the gospel, enlightened me, and kept me in the one true faith. The same way that that same Holy Spirit calls and gathers and enlightens the entire church on earth, and that's the power of the Holy Spirit today, is your presence is a realization of the Holy Spirit moving and working in your life. And we acknowledge that. We, We say, we acknowledge that God has brought us together as a family of faith and as a church and keeps us united in this one true faith, sanctifies us, this Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit sanctifies us and causes in us holy things, which we call holiness and righteousness. Anything good in us is by and through the power of this Holy Spirit poured out on this day upon us. What an amazing and awesome God that we have, that he doesn't just cause creation and then let it go. But no, instead we acknowledge the reality that God is very involved in the creation. That God is very involved in us and through us. That he has indeed poured that same Holy Spirit out into us. And think of the legacy of that Holy Spirit and the work that that Holy Spirit has done throughout history, not always the the grand headline of the world, rarely, but instead a little bitty word, a simple little event, a small, sometimes from the world's point of view, insignificant moment when water and the word are poured over a human being in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, washing away sins and then bringing and causing that human being, that child, to become God's. I'm talking, of course, about baptism. Baptism, that small little place where God comes and meets us and greets us and, 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 and saves us and washes us and cleanses us and makes us His own. That's the power of God's Holy Spirit. That same Holy Spirit then that through the Word continues to dwell within us mightily. And not mightily in the way that the world would understand might but mightily in a very small, simple, little word and whisper. God saying, through my son, I love you. I love you. And I'm with you. And I will never, ever desert you. You belong to me. You are mine. And through that word, we are clothed with Christ. That's what Pentecost is all about. I know that sometimes we would have, as the world would probably have, this this wonderful, big, momentous um, reality or experience. Very often it's a small, 
as a little whisper and just a remembrance, a recognition, an acknowledgement. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes our ability as humans to understand, guard your hearts and minds, always never focused on your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the indwelling of His Holy Spirit. Amen.